Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We have a very special one today. I am Sunny, hosting with... Your boy, Caleb! Woo! And we have a guest today. We have... What's up, guys? It's Dylan. Uh, I don't know what you want me to say. Uh... No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I should have <laughs> led you in better than that. Uh, Dylan here plays at our locals at ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. He... We had a tournament today. It was our like monthly, like big right. time Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Uh, what did you play today? Uh, put together Drytrons uh, recently uh, after the you know Diviner came out and uh, dropped Elledge for it. So, okay, I got you. So, um, I know we've wanted to get you on for a while, Dylan, and I'm glad we finally worked it out. Uh, before we get into too much deep into the discussion. Uh, we're, we're actually going to hit quick play news really quick. and Real we'll, quick today, actually. Yeah, there's literally only like one thing to talk about um, this year, which is we got the full full set description for Burst of Destiny. It First thing it says is boosted Borals indeed, which is not what you really want to hear. Um, considering half of this episode will be us talking about banning Dragon Link, but it's okay. Uh, arriving October 22nd, 2021, Burst of Destiny is the latest Yugo TCG core booster. This 100 card set introduces multiple brand new themes as well as two new Boral monsters, including the very first ritual monster for this iconic series of monsters from Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns. Contains 100 new cards, 50 commons, 26 supers, 14 ultras, 10 secrets, and more notably, here's a taste of what you can expect. Uh, powerful Dark Dragons, fun fun. The debut of a Winged Beast theme that can triple your normal summoning power and incentivizes tributing summoning level 7 plus monsters. That'll be the Flunderese archetype. The birds are coming. The birds are coming, yes. Uh, more cards for the themes introduced in Dawn of Majesty and much more. This will be Sioux Ships and uh, Magic, Magic Key. Key. Yep. 
the continuation of a world premiere theme found in Dawn of Majesty, which, because it's a world premiere theme for the TCG set, I don't think we actually have info on the Dawn of Majesty world premiere theme. Yeah, I think that's that insect, that insect archetype they were talking about. I've heard literally nothing about that. Oh, yeah, no, they mentioned at some point that we were supposed to be getting, that the TCG is supposed to be getting an archetype, an insect-exclusive archetype that's about, is about having an army of small bugs that can either be pile on into one big pile of bugs or scatter out into a bunch of smaller piles. So, we can get that, but we still can't get the insect or create a card? I know, right? But, and there's also penguin stuff in this set, it doesn't say? Uh, yeah, well... Uh, and it says and much more. Yeah, it didn't talk about penguins at all. But yes, this is yeah. also where all the penguin ninja, penguin priest, penguin champion. Yeah, probably they can't call him penguin hero, right? Because they need to be a hero. Right. Um, but like this is this uh, this whole set's definitely going to be Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, have you seen that movie? Actually, yes, yes. we watched it in. Uh, social studies in high school. That's yeah. where I watched it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do, you know what's funny, though, is all this stuff is getting released in the October Burst of Destiny set, but we were supposed to get that, uh, the Winged Beast Draw 2 card. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to get that in the Synchro Storm set that was supposed to release in July, uh, and now we're not getting it until January. Yeah. So probably, you know, that card's actually, uh, seems pretty unfair. <laughs> what? Yeah. Seems pre- it's Pot of Greed. Yeah. yeah it's, pot, <laughs> it's, 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 it's just straight up Pot of Greed. It's pay 600 to draw two cards. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be an issue. Yeah, it's all, yes, the thought of that card is an issue. <laughs> Get them all the hot. No That's all lie. I can say. Yeah, that card's going to be super banned. Um... I give it two ban lists tops. Something like that. I mean, it's it's a free plus one, and know, you know what happens so. with free plus ones in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, other than that, uh, the only other thing I want to say before we get to the ad break really quick, which I know is very early on, but we're just going to power through it today. Uh, we are, all obviously, like usual, all of our links to the, our socials will be in the bio. We will have a link to my Twitter, at DatChumley, Caleb's Twitter, at JamTheMan17, we will have a link to the podcast Twitter at Top Cut Podcast. And Dylan, you have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, so uh, me and uh, my friend Trevor have a, a YouTube channel that we just started out. We only have like 30 subscribers right now. Uh, it's Team Dad on YouTube. Team Dark Arm Dealings is what the acronym is. Right, yeah. right. So we will have a, we'll definitely have a link to that in the uh, description below. Everybody go subscribe. We've actually linked videos to that channel before in the description multiple times. So uh, when you see it, go click on it, subscribe. You'll see a lot of stuff we reference from case tournaments that happen nearby us, major tournaments that happen nearby us, the tournament results we have have today. uh, A lot of the deck profiles from those tournaments are going to be in this this profile. So, um, All right, let's take a quick ad break. Alright, uh, going in, we're going to do, we're going to start off with a little bit of tournament results. So, Caleb, we have a list here of stuff. Uh, I actually, the tournament organizer was nice enough to let me write down all the decks that we had. We had, I think, 18 people, which is not a ton, but for our area, it's a good amount. So, oh, yeah, uh, what were the representation numbers? Okay, so first, so I'm going to go from uh, duplicate decks. We had one duplicate deck, Tribrigade Zoo. There were three of them. Everything else is just random individual stuff. We got Evil Swarm, do- uh, Dogmatica, Burning yeah, Abyss. Yeah, you heard that. Evil Swarm and Dogmatica, Burning Abyss, yep. baby. Uh, we got Drytron. Yep. 
uh, Infernoble, 60 card scrapped, scrap or cussed, mm-hmm. with 60 cards, whatever. Uh, live Twin Eldritch. <laughs> um, I actually dueled this individual. Uh, I asked someone who actually called this deck. He he called it um, Ethod and the Manager. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy that you played against, uh, he's from Lafayette. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, surprisingly. I think everybody that I played against, <laughs> today, it was super cool. Yeah. Uh, Toons, Paleo Frog. I know one person that we know who would uh, who would love to hear that. Yep. Uh, Invoke Shadow Dogmatica, War Rock. Yep, I played him round one. Poor guy. Super nice. Uh, Sub Terror, MIT, Scrap Dino, Dragon Link, which was me, and Chaos Hunter Dragon. I played Zodiac Tri Brigade, which if you listen a lot, you probably realized already, but, um,. You said you played Dragonlink. Dragonlink. What were you on, Dylan? I was on a Drytron. I was uh, playing the pre-prep build. Okay, so that's the one that, like, insta-herald. Yeah, the, that's the concept. It doesn't actually happen as often. But the thing is, realistically, if they want to interact with you, they got to stop the pre-prep, which is, like, the whole concept behind the deck. So. Right, it forces interaction early. Get out, get, the, get the... So, like, either you're going to resolve it, and you're going to get free negates, or... They're gonna like ash it or something, and then you're you're gonna have to worry about stuff like that, right? So, uh, just looking at it though, uh, after Swiss, they uh, cut to top four, yeah, yeah, they cut to top four. Machina Infinitrack MIT was first after Swiss, then Dylan here with Drytron was second after Swiss, uh, then in the Invoke Shadal Dogmatica deck was third after Swiss, and Scrap Dino was fourth after Swiss. Hilariously. We talked uh, about two weeks ago on a podcast episode that I got fourth at the Shreveport Locals uh, playing in. I was playing uh, Zodiac Tri Brigade. And the Mikey and Fan Track deck that was first after Swiss here, he beat me in the last round and got first at that tournament. Oh, really? And then the Scrap Dino player, he beat me in round three and he got second at that particular Locals. Wow. So. Yeah, pretty similar. Yes, it seems it seems the themes have repeated themselves. <laughs> right, and I happen to know the fifth place player, which he obviously didn't get top four. He was playing Zodiac Tri Brigade. That was Mason, friend of the podcast. He came on a while back. Yeah. Uh, I got seventh. So my matchups were weird today, man. I I started against War Rock. Uh, that was a two zero. And then I went up against the Invoke Shadal Dogmatica, um, which was a very close game both times. I had a ruling that didn't go in my favor, but other than that, uh, it was it was a super close game. I mean, we both had moments where we, we thought we had won the game, and then the other person came back, and then it swapped again. It was it was a very it was a great great match. Um, and then you had the let's see, round three I played against Mason. Uh, he was on. It was a mirror match, which he won. Our decks we looked at it afterwards were almost card for card the same. But game one, I didn't see a single tri brigade the entire game, which Ooh. hard. Yeah, hard to play tri brigade if you don't see a single one. So, um, and then game three, uh, or yeah, he two owed me round three. I played against the uh, Orcus scrap sixty card pile. That guy was super duper nice, um, okay. and he the deck was really interesting. 
because he was running like 15 starters and he could go full combo with basically nothing yeah and then because of the orcus cards working the way they do it just never stopped it was a very creative deck which i love to see and then final round was i beat him and then final round was what did i play against the final round Mm. oh no i played against him final round it round four was evil swarm it's crazy he's actually from arkansas yeah 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 he told me he drove he says from little rock i think it was like five hours to come down Yeah. yeah uh let's see round one for me was against mit um we uh we we uh it was draw we uh we ended the game with the round with a draw because we went into wow. time. Wow. Well, that's how you get a draw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, he caught, like, I was I was really about to make my second to last summon, and time got called, and I was like, oh, no. This is where I would make Borlo Savage, and I was, and I didn't have Scarlight, Red Dragon, Archfiend. If I had Tragic. that, I could have made that burn for 500. Good game. Man, you always got to play the cheese, bro. Come on. You got to. You, got to. <laughs> you know, you say that. I didn't play Barry Satcher the Stormwinds. That's the cheese. That's, that's different cheese. Uh, <laughs> that's stinky cheese. Yeah. Uh, round two, I played against the 60-card pile Scrap Orcust. He had the hand traps. What do you do? Oh, dude. He had he, so many hand traps against me. So he double, many. He double Lancia drolled me at one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, game three was against the live twin L Lich. Uh, game one went in my uh, game one on that round went in my favor because I'm Dragon Link. I did what Dragon Link do. <laughs> the confidence. Yeah. Uh, ri- you know, ripped. You know, banished two cards out of his extra deck before he even had a chance to do anything. It was great. Uh, game two, he just he went first and just grinded out my resources using the L Lich part of his entire deck. And then game three, we we had already gone back and forth a, cut a little bit, grinding out each other's resources. Surprisingly, because Dragon Link grinding. Um, and so he had ju- so it was I had an, so I had my A bomb out, and he summoned out Lich after going through all my, you know after burning through all my negates and all that. Uh, attacked into A bomb, attacked over A bomb with Old Lich with the attack boost, so he dealt five hundred to me. Then he looked at the clock. And just started doing random combo stuff to to during main phase two to make his main phase two last as long as possible without actually slow playing. I mean, live I mean, it twi- worked though. I mean, live twins were coming in and out of his hand over and over and over, not really doing anything. Like he ended up, it was it was weird. And then he looked at the clock again and went in phase with thirty seconds remaining on the clock. And then started doing all of his Eldritch end phase effects. Yeah, and. Then, and then time got called, and that was it. Uh, does Konami, if Konami listens to this podcast, they really, they really should fix the time rules. I they mean, won't, because that that was yeah, because that was two games that I had no, I had, I had no, no business losing. Yeah. And they really make they make cards are that are based around like abusing the time rules. Like yeah. prank kids are just they're so good in time, man. And they just made the time rules so much better for them. Yeah, it, but yeah, decks like that just being able to just quick burn like that just breaks the rules. Yeah, but then after uh, three, but after two out of three of my round losses are due to time, I just went, I'm done. Yeah, dropped and went and played goat. <laughs> yeah, we also had a small goat tournament on the side afterwards. Uh, didn't quite have time for a second one, but I suspect next time we'll try to do more. Oh yeah, cause goat's fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, How did your day go, Dylan? Uh, it was very interesting. It uh, 
basically went like I thought it was, honestly. The uh, confidence. Well, I mean, like, realistically speaking, like, the theory going into the, the day was drop Harold, like, they can't play anymore. And that's really what happened when I was able to drop Harold. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I actually had a game where somebody had Nibiru and I didn't have Harold up. And it would have really hurt if I hadn't set Solemn Scolding the turn before. Me. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> yeah. so Ooh, I felt so you, bad. You did go with the Scolding build? Oh, yeah, I, I did. Hey, this is something I wanted to ask you. Did you do the really spicy, spicy tech? The Forbidden Lances? Oh, I, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Because I went with the Scoldings instead. Dang! I was really wondering how the Lances were going to work See, out. See, the thing was, like, realistically speaking, it's like... They're playing against Drytron. Like, who's going to discard a trap for Droplet? Right? So right. I, can, I can scolding the Droplet. Right. But also, like I just said with the Nibiru, I'm just scolding the Nibiru also today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can't Lance the Nibiru, obviously. But you can run Lance and, and scolding. Yeah, I could. I could. But I'm already playing 46 cards. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you played 46 today? Yeah, I played 46. Woo! Yeah. Woo-wee. Wow, you went four and one. So you were you were XO going into the last round. Yep. Wow. And I think the only reason you lost that round because didn't he like Gustav max you right before time or something? No, I actually just didn't know what MIT did. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what happened was game one. I, game one, I bricked really hard. That's what happened. I bricked really hard. Yeah. I ended on a link Karibo. And, uh, you ended on a single Link Karibo? Yes. That's some crazy Drytron combos, bro. Uh, so I bricked really hard that game. Imagine if you were only running 40. <laughs> the consistency. You know, I've been thinking about it. Um, realistically, it's my first event going in with it, so, you know. No, yeah, no, I, I pick, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were able to consistently combo, like, all day today, and mm-hmm. you went 4-1, and one, you were undefeated going into the last round... And you lost to a deck that you bricked hard and didn't know what exactly was going on. I don't necessarily think that 46 was a terrible decision. Yeah, no. So, like, the whole thing was, uh, I bricked game one. So, I lost that one. He OTK'd, he OTK'd me. Like, uh, blew me out of the water. Like, yeah. 8K on board. Pretty easy. Mocking a Fortress needs to be once per turn, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just say. talk about that real quick. Like, dude. He told me that one of the games, he... Today, not against you, he had a game where somebody flipped Tikaboo on him, mm-hmm. and he literally just played Machina Fortress Control the entire game and beat them. It was Robert. Oh, it was. It, it was, was Robert. Dude, dude, he Machina Fortress beat twice in one in a one dude, turn. Fortress is such a, I've been playing Machina Fortress since, and Caleb, you probably remember this, about 2011, 2010, It was I was playing. Um, Machina, like pure Machina, right after the first Machina structure that came out. I was running three Fortress, because that card is broken. You can literally discard two Fortresses and special summon one of them from the grave. Yeah. It just, the interactions that that card has are insane. The fact that it's inherent. It's, I mean, I know it's not a real word. I, uh, I tried to call yeah. by a grave it. I ain't gonna lie to you. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you can't do that. It's inherent. I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't start a chain? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, it just does its thing. But no, uh, game two, uh, I just full comboed him. <laughs> you tried to call him by the grave. That's awesome. I full comboed him, and he just scooped. And then 
I didn't realize how much the deck really banished because he just OTK me the game one. Yeah. I didn't realize how much it banished. And I would have thought Lancey yeah. is, but I didn't. And uh, so what ended up happening was he made an inner Blathnir, the yeah. rank nine. And I had a Herald Orange Light. That card's been out a long time. People don't realize yeah. how long that card's been out. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, Primal Origin, mm-hmm. 2014. I had a Herald of Perfection. I had a Herald of Orange Light. I had a Drytron Monster. And I don't remember the other two cards. Pretty good. Um, But he made Inner Blathnir. And I was, in my head, I'm like, well, I really don't want to lose the Perfection here. Because I need to use it for Alpha. Um, I think I had Nova, so I was gonna get a dry charm. That's not the point. <laughs> I need to use it for fuel. Yes, yeah. I didn't have any fuel. Um, so my whole, or not, it's it's my win condition essentially. So I didn't want to lose it. That's basically what it comes down to. Um, so I orange light the inner Blathnir. Right. He has call by the grave. <laughs> Rip. So I just lose three cards out of my hands. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it was a it was an interesting time. We but, need to uh, remember to talk about Call by the Grave because that's one of the cards I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So for those who are unawares, this will serve as the second half of our bandless discussion podcast. Today we will spend probably a solid. Most of the rest of the episode from here, talking about the ban list, talking about our thoughts, and this is the opinion piece. This is the piece where we say, hey, Dragon Link, we're going to hit everything. <laughs> so, um, but going back, circling back to what you were talking about, uh, you let's see, round one, what did you play? Round one, I played against uh, Tri Brigade, actually. Tri Brigade? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I won game one. I just full comboed him. Yeah. Um, game two, we were getting close in the time. Remember, this is like my first tournament with his deck, and I haven't yeah. actually play tested that much with it. So like, we're getting close in the time, and he puts up a barrier statue. No. Oh. I play electromagnetic turtle of my deck. <laughs> <laughs> so excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. Wait. You can't. Okay, you got. I can't drop okay. that without explaining it. Right? Okay, yeah. So I've heard the logic behind this. Our listeners have not, and Caleb actually probably has not. I don't I, know. I have not. Okay, so yeah. Okay, yeah, let's let's hear all about electromagnetic turtle. So like, okay, in the Dry and Tron deck, yes, I can play two Eva still, but realistically speaking, there's not always enough fairy targets for it. Like, um, you don't want to get rid of your Cyber Angels. Because they're fuel for Natasha later on. Also, Idaton is a really good extender. Like it's just it basically a link three with um with a Mubeta with two materials on it. So I don't want to get rid of them. And the combo ends you with two doesn't matters in the graveyard. Uh like the normal combo for Drytrons, which is like a diviner that you already used and a herald from the extra deck. Um so that's the ones you banished for Eva to get a Herald and an Orange Light. Um, so on your opponent's turn, when you go, when you have Beatrice, you have one more material, so you can send another one, uh, another card. And it's just like, well, realistically speaking, I'd rather do it in their standby, because what are they going to play against me that hurts me the most, which is Dark Ruler, Forbidden Droplet. Um, and I'd rather be able to get around Dark Ruler, at least, get around half of the issue, 
and just send it in their standby phase. Because if I have a Farfa in my main deck, yeah, that's great. But the issue is, is then attached to something they do. So like, I have to go to their main phase. They have priority to activate Dark Ruler. Right. So that's the whole thing. My deck loses to Dark Ruler plus like make Zeus. I absolutely lose. Like it's just it's that bad. Like <clears throat> that's game. Um, so Electromagnet Eternal, what it does is, if your opponent declares an attack, you banish from the graveyard and get the attack and the battle phase. Which also happens to be, I didn't think about it, really good in time. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, yep, because if you're up and they call time while you're in battle phase and you let your man in oh. eternal. So, he ended up doing the, the tribrary combo game, too, when we were getting close in the time, where he ended on some more barrier statue. I couldn't knock out the barrier statue. I just couldn't do it. So, we were like four minutes left. I scoop, we go to, we go to game three. Yeah. Um... Then game three, I think he set like a bunch of back row and passed, and I opened up Electromagnetic Turtle again. <laughs> <laughs> I just opened it up in my hand. and uh, So you opened that Garnet in a 46-card deck yeah. twice. And No, I didn't open it up. I sent it with Beatrice the game before. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, I forgot exactly what ended up happening, uh, but... He activated Solemn Judgment, and then it basically made me pass my turn. But before I pass, I set Electromagnetic Turtle. <laughs> so oh. like, yeah, it was it was pretty much game from there. Like he couldn't he couldn't actually attack me. Uh, I think he bricked also with back rows and you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, unfortunate. Yeah. And as uh, you do. Game two. Um. I actually don't remember when I played game two. <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering tournaments. I feel like dude. you told me what you played round two, and I don't remember either. It, it's been it's been a long day. Yeah, no, it's been a long day. Yeah, I remember what I played the last two rounds though, for sure. Okay, so uh, I know you played against Scrap Dino. Yes. In round four. Oh, round three, I played against uh, Shadal. Invoke Dogmatica. Invoke Dogmatica, yeah. Yeah, I played. That's the same guy I played against round two. I know because there was only one of them. Uh, what was what was round two though? Okay, how about this? I have the full deck list, the full list of all the okay. decks. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Paleo Frog, Tunes, Infernoble, Subterra. Nope. Uh, Chaos Under Dragon. Oh, yeah, it was David. Yep. Yep, Cast Under Dragon. There we yep. go. That's who it was. Uh, that went, like, I, I think I went first. I made a board. Um, then game two, he made his, he made the board, dude. <laughs> David has a Chaos Thunder Dragon list that can make an insane board, but if you draw a droplet into it, it's, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, he had Abyss Dweller, he had Dragoon, he had... Uh, the fusion, the the Thunder Dragon fusion Titan. Yeah. Uh, he had it. it just uh, he activated Abyssal and Sandlot just changed drop it was just, yeah. Tragic. Yeah. Um. Oof. Okay, and then round three invokes it all Dogmatica. Yeah. Uh, that one he bricked. Uh, game two, but game one I just opened up combo. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of how it goes. And then let's okay, go. So round four, Scrap Dino, which. Got fourth after Swiss. So, how about this? 
Round three, you played the deck that got third after Swiss. Round four, you played the deck that got fourth after Swiss. And round five, you played the deck that got second after Swiss. Or first after Swiss. I played all three players that were in the top four, besides me. Wow. That's pretty good. (laughs) I lost MIT, though. That's crazy that you lost to that deck. Look, dude, like, realistically... I'm I'm not saying it's because it's a bad deck, but I like... No. I don't think... I think it's really good. I just don't know what it does. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about that deck is that it just builds advantage. Yeah. And this is something me and Caleb, I think, talked about in the last pod, or maybe one of the countless times we've talked on the phone. The deck builds an enormous amount of advantage. It just doesn't translate to an end board. Something like Drytron, you build all that advantage... And it translates to like a crazy end board. But the goal with MIT is build all that advantage, survive one turn, and then just kill you. Kamehameha. Yes. Super Dragonaut Lieb, Super Dreadnought Cannon, Gustav Max, the whole nine. And just kill you next turn. But all that advantage that they build, they basically have all the cards they want in their hand. They, they're going to end with, like, three or four cards on field, like, two or three back row. They're going to end with, like, one monster on field and, like, 12 cards in their hand. Because <laughs> they're literally going to draw, like, four or five cards throughout the course of their combos. Yeah. yeah. And they can shuffle the cards they don't need back into the deck with ease. Yeah. No, I, I, if I if I knew what the deck did, I would have absolutely just side three Lancia. I, I just <laughs> didn't do it because I didn't realize. Droll is the play there. Oh, really is it? Yeah. Droll is the, the play. Yeah, I could see yeah. that too, for sure. But yeah, no, drone lands here are two big things. Um, it would have been great to have actually seen any of my side options, but... It really do be like that. Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, best thing about Drytron, you can search Lancia. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> it's so broken. It really That's is. really good. You can, you can search Lancia and uh, Herald of Orange Light. Yep, it's crazy. And Herald of Green and Purple Light, too, if you're, if you're, into, that, if you're into that kind of thing. Alright. Can I say something real quick? Go for it. Absolutely. Okay, I just want to talk about... Lina, the light charmer that just came out? Broken. It's insane. You could summon Lancia from their graveyard if they used it. <laughs> yeah. And then you could use Lancia on field. Yeah. That's awesome. Just steal your opponent's Lancia. I just wanted to put that big brain play out there. <laughs> that big brain play. Yeah. Heard it here first, guys. Are you heard playing it here first, guys. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, heard it here first, guys. Use Lina, the, the new uh, light charmer uh, link, just to steal your opponent's used up Lancias. Yeah. Lancia and back. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're paying Let's get into the big topic. Uh, this is the headliner for the day. Uh, Banlist discussion for the no sooner than July 1st, 2021 ban list. We have a list of cards that we think have a realistic... Um, what's what I'm looking for? Possibility? No. Uh, reasoning... Uh, we there's a lot to, to to the reason why we want it banned, not even banned necessarily so much as there is a logic to all of these cards being moved on the ban list in a way that would make the format healthier. Fair enough. So there, there's logic behind touching all these cards. There's logic behind uh, placing these cards differently on the ban list. So let's just kind of go through it. The first deck we're going to talk an enormous amount about, and I didn't realize just how many cards in this deck we felt like should be. Uh, discussed and hit. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is the first. The deck we're going to talk about is Invoke Shadal Dogmatica. So the pile, as I like to call it. The their number, the main cards in this combo, in this deck that we felt need to be discussed 
were Winda, Apcolone, Nadir Servant, Magical Meltdown, and Schism. And to an extent, Dragoon also, because they, these decks, as a control deck, they like to play Dragoon. Sometimes but, they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah, the main combo, the main engine pieces here to discuss are Winda, Apcolone, Nadir, Meltdown, and Schism. Everybody wants to hit one, if not two, of these cards, and they all want to hit a different one. My experience today tells me that Winda is so clearly the problem. <laughs> I've been telling you, brother. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. If you go on Twitter and you look, or if you go on YouTube and you watch the videos, mm-hmm. you can go anywhere. And people will tell you, Winda's not the issue. It's the ease of getting to it through cards like Schism, through cards like Nadir Dump App Cologne. That's why when we discussed this, we decided that Apcolon was what Konami would actually hit because they don't want to hurt the Shadal package as far as Schism. Schism hasn't been reprinted. They don't want they don't want to hurt the actual Shadal deck by giving it by taking away their Wincon and Winda. But Apcolon can kind of go and the Shadal deck and their combos still be active and they still have a solid end board. But you can't get rid of Winda, I mean, you, you know, Apcolon can go and it stay live. If Winda's gone, then the deck has no end board. So, I don't know if you were playing around the time that the Shadal Structure X came out. I was not. Okay. Uh, that's how I got back in the game was three of those. So, like, uh, they didn't have Schism at the time, but yeah. Winda was the issue. Like, I mean, the deck was making Abyss Dweller Winda, basically. Oh like, I think God. some other stuff. Maybe, like, uh, Appaloosa. Mm-hmm. Also. They like, could. Yeah. But the main combo was Abyss Dweller, Cross Sheep, Make a Winda. But they would always get the El Shadal from the deck, and that's how they make Winda. Right. Uh, so, like, Winda was still an issue without Schism. Like, in my opinion. I think Winda's always been an issue. I mean, yeah. it's a floodgate that self-protects. But... Yeah, but, I mean, before Schism, the only way you can make it was you were running Shadal. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a hard... Yeah, but now because of Schism, as long as you have access to dumping Apcolon out of your extra deck directly to your graveyard, yeah. boom, you have Wenda. That's to me is now with the introduction of Nadir and Schism, like there's not a ton of places to interrupt this combo to stop it. And even if you do, they have the the rest of the combo generates so much advantage being able to nadir into your dogmatica package whether you get punishment or whether you get uh fleur de lee whether you or um not fleur de lee the other one uh maximus ecclesia oh ecclesia so whether you go nadir into ecclesia or whether you go um whatever you want the combo it gives you so much more versatility i think personally i think nadir is the issue but I don't think that they're going to hit Nadir. It's too new, and they they want to get the reprint off of it. Money. Cha-ching! Money, money oh, makes money. the world go round. But I, realistically, I think both Winda and Nadir can go. But I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll hit Nadir. My my personal, if I got to make this list, Winda would be banned and Nadir would be limited. I think you're correct on that one. Nadir is just... Can we just call it Engage 2.0? Like, honestly. <laughs> okay, I wasn't playing when Engage was around. I know it's wild, but is it really... Is 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 Nadir better? Nadir's more versatile. But then again, oh, Engage, yeah, sure. is, Engage does the same thing. Cause it's, it accesses, accesses a toolbox and gets you another card. 
But here's the crazy part about Nadir, and this is where I think it, could, like you said, it's better in the fact that it's more toolboxy. But then, like, realistically, with Nadir, I can do four different things. I can get a Dogmatica search. It's going to get you Dogmatica search regardless, but you can get a second Dogmatica search in the end phase with Titanic Lad. You can search with App Cologne. You can end his pop. I mean, the things you can do here are insane. Engages not once per turn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, okay, at least at least Nadir is once per turn. Yeah, hard once per turn. Engage can be searched from the deck. <laughs> oh. Okay, I take it back. I think Engage is better. That card can stay banned. I mean, you have to yeah. go through a little bit of little hoops, but you know. That card can stay got. Hayate attack directly for 15. <laughs> um, so, realistically, when we talk about Winda, let's just quick fire. Uh, Dylan, Winda, where you where on the ban list? Banned. Zero. Caleb, where on the ban list? If it must be touched, one. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be touched. This is your opinion. What oh, one opinion. I don't think it needs to be banned at all, but... That's okay. We're all allowed yeah, to be yeah. wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if Konami was to actually get hit... Um, if Konami was to actually hit it, it would be put to one. Dolphin noises. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that hitting it to one accomplishes anything, because realistically, one is the end board. And once they make the first one, I mean, and they're not they're they're not waiting to make money on it. It's not going to need a reprint anytime soon. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's Konami going. We're going to hit shit alls hard. Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, Apcolone. Oh, I'm winning for me. By the way, quick fire expand. Uh, Apcolone, quick fire, Dylan, go. I, I think Apple's fine. Ban it. Here's the thing. On my ideal list, Windows banned and Nature's limited, so I think Apple can stay where it is, if on my personal. Alright, quick fire, Nature Servant. Dylan. You know, like I I really agree with you, but I don't know if it's this soon. But if you're Eventually. making the ban list. Uh, I think it stays at three. If they hit window, I think it says a three. Okay, on this band, so okay, so yeah, that's that's fine. Let's talk about this band list. Not, but this isn't prediction. This is like what you think. If you were making the band list, how would you do it? Uh, I think to honestly make the game better. Nadir, at that point, if Windows banned, it searches schism, which means it doesn't search a floodgate. Um. So realistically speaking, like it can hit Titanclad or Intis at this point. Yeah, or and, any other card in the extra deck that you would like to have in the graveyard. But w- what else would that be, though? Does it get off the Herald of Arclight effect? No, they don't have any monsters that are low enough to search with it. Oh, <clears throat> the ritual monster that just came out. It's 500 attack. Yep. Oh, that's big brain. Broken. <laughs> Soon to be broken. Um. Okay, but realistically speaking, yeah. Entis, Titanic-clad, Apcolone... If we left Apcolone alone, I they, mean... If we left Apcolone alone, I think uh, they'd probably just end up searching the El Shadal, maybe, if they want to make... They'd have to play a bigger Shadal package, so they can guarantee to be able to make... Well, they can't make one anymore. So. I mean, they can toolbox, they can grab Shadal Fusion, so, I mean, they can do whatever they want. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I, I have to see how that would be. Like, I, I think they just hit window, and then, then they keep... Uh, Nidia 3. Nidia 3, yeah. Alright, what do you think, Caleb? Oh, I, I would limit it. Yeah, I'm also in the same boat. Uh, I think Nadir to one. 
would be, in my opinion, if I was making the list, kind of the yeah. ideal thing. Well, like, like that, let like let's say just for the sake of argument, they banned every card that had Shadal in the name. Nadir is still a ridiculously powerful card. I, I would. That's true. It's it's broken without the Shadals. Yeah, so it needs to be. I would limit it. What do you think? I think I think it's a really good card. I just I don't know if they're gonna do it soon. No, they're no, not. No, they're not gonna do this soon. Yeah. But if we were making the list. Yeah, if Konami told us if, you're making oh, the list. Oh, I, I, I personally don't feel like it's like I wouldn't do that yet. Oh you wouldn't? No. Oh I'll, I'll let it ride. Alright. Magical Meltdown. So, Quick fire. That's the slowest quick really, fire I've ever I seen really in my life. Want, <laughs> I want uh, So I don't I am sorry, I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm not thinking with you. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think that card's actually just insane. Like, just because yeah. of the interactions with the mirror matches. Yeah, and it makes all um, not just in a mirror match, but it makes all your fusion spells before. Yeah, I mean, so you can't negate the activation. You can still respond to the fusion spells. Okay, it's, yeah. okay. Um, but I had issues with it today because I'm playing Drivetron, so maybe that's why I feel like that because <laughs> Harold is a. <laughs> You know, can't interact with the, it. The only time that particular they evoked it all Dogmatica player, the only time that he actually activated Meltdown on me, I responded with Imperial Order. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, he he looked at me and he was just like, I, I don't know what to do now, and he just set one and passed. Whoops. I really don't know. I have an opinion on that, but it comes when it goes to Alistair. So. I'm going to say, I think it should say a three. Okay. Caleb? So, here's my thing. I would ask the entire fan base whether or not they would like to have Magical Meltdown at three. If they did, they ha- they would have to errata Alistair into a Gemini monster. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Taking here we the chaotic go. evil route into fixing the problem. Okay, we all acknowledge that that would fix the issue. <laughs> Uh, but barring that, I actually would limit it. Yeah, you know, it might... I'm thinking me and Kelly were just going to say the same things over and over because Probably. We, we talk about this for multiple hours we, a day yeah. usually. But yeah, I'm also in the boat of limiting Meltdown. Uh, I think the card's insanely powerful, like you were saying. Um, I think the entire Shadal engine is actually insane. Uh, people don't give that deck enough credit. They just say, ah, it's just Shadals. Well, I mean, because... the whole I mean, deck is wild. Oh, I mean, because with pure Shadal... I can put out a board of uh, Avermax, Winda, which the two by themselves are just ridiculous. Aver- That's a hell of a combo. Because Avermax, you can't target Winda for an attack, because 2200 is fairly easy to get over with one special summon. Uh, actually, I found out today you can get over 2200 ridiculously easy if you have a single Fractal. Yeah, with one special summon. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not that hard. Yeah, Fractal, Send Kit, Send Nerval... Search cross, normal summon cross, uh, banish three for Rugal, and he's 2300. <laughs> yep. Just high enough to run over Winda. Avermax mm-hmm. protects from that. Unless they have an Alistair in hand, then it doesn't run over Winda. I yeah. found that out too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> damage step? <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah. damage stepped, Alistair'd me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I'll then... take it back. Leave Meltdown at three. Ban Alistair. I'm done with that card. <laughs> no more return to Monkey. Anyway, um, and then Avermax also can't be targeted by card effects. Uh, and then Winda, then even if they board He ended wipe, that game, by the way, because I forgot that Alistair did that. He searched Alistair the previous turn, I drolled him, and then I forgot that Alistair did that, and I yeah. attacked into the Winda, and he activated Alistair and damage up, and I just like, oh. 
you yeah, just win, and that was the end of it. Yeah, he, he's at, he's honest for fusions. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Anyway, um, like like the Avermax can't be targeted by card effects. Um, and then even if they board, then if they even do the board wipe when it protects itself. It's not impossible to out, and I use up all my resources to make the, to make the board. But so meltdown to what? Uh, meltdown to one. Okay. Wait, we already did meltdown. We already did what, meltdown. Wait, what are we talking about? No, you're you're you're. It's your new one. Yeah. Oh. Uh. We we get distracted easily. Yes. Schism. Quick fire, Dylan. Schism stays at three. I want to say something about meltdown real quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Wait, I, thought, I thought we were gonna say Alistair next, so I was gonna wait for that. Oh yeah. Go. Uh, I think Alistair should go to one, actually, instead of meltdown. I you know I can understand that. Um, mainly, I can get behind that because if you remove the Alistair from the equation with something like, well, not necessarily that, but if they activate meltdown. See, here's the biggest issue that everybody has with the deck. If you, act, it's like uh, by the way, my main, by the way, my main deck droll in that particular situation was not just for you. It murdered in that matchup. <laughs> <laughs> so, like again, like to be fair, it's like Schrodinger's cat. It's like in, invocation is never. In their hand or in their deck until you activate the ash. Right. Right? So, like, if you put Alistair and Invocation to one, it actually creates a situation where you can legit just ash the Meltdown or the Alistair. Yeah. And know yeah. that they don't have it in hand. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, like, ash is, like, such a relevant hand trap. Or Effect Veiler is a relevant hand trap and, and Perm is a relevant hand trap. But with, with the fact that they have multiple copies, it creates a situation where you just waste a card. And right, I don't know. I, I think it creates less variance in that situation. You you said something that was very interesting. You said Valor and Imperm were so relevant. The the crazy crazy thing to me is how many Imperms I saw today. It really is back. Like it's all the way back in the meta mm-hmm. with a vengeance. Yes. I saw Imperm today more than I've seen it in eight months, probably. It's for your deck. That is true. It did never stop me, but you're right. It is for my deck. I acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. It is for the Zubrigade. It's a good card against Zubrigade, but it, it, like realistically, if the Zubrigade player knows what they're doing, they can play around. Like, if, like okay, you've got yeah. three. You know, there's ways to play around it for sure, but it's that card is more relevant now than it's been in quite a while. Sure, and I think that it, the way that it surged back into the format like that is very interesting. Um, but no, like I just I think like if you put one of those cards to one, it creates a situation where meltdown is the the top layer. Yeah, and like it doesn't nothing gets it, but it gets everything else. So like right. you can ash it, or if you hit invocation, it's the bottom layer. You can just negate the Alistair because you know it's in deck. Right, right, that makes sense. Yeah, but. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on. No, yeah, no. I thought we were going to go into the... Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, Schism. Three. Caleb? Ban. I'm actually fine with Schism at three. I mean, if Windows ban, Nadir Servants Limited... Yeah. I'm fine with Schism at three. Where's Farfet? What? Farfet's name is, like, real name. Oh, Nadir, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's talk about Dragoon for a moment. Um... Personally, I think the card should be banned, but I just don't think it'll be this list. It'll be, it'll get there eventually. I promise. It, the issue is that it's a splashable three-card engine. Four if you count the Verte and the in the extra. But 
But I mean, a splashable three card engine that gets you an Omni Negate that buffs itself, that can't be targeted or destroyed by card effects, as well as can just burn your opponent for however much damage you want. The card is way, way beyond insane. But it won't get it on this ban list for two reasons. One, it's not relevant right now. It's not being super duper played. And two, it hasn't had a chance to get reprinted yet. They haven't made all their money off of it. Um, I think... Um, I think Dragoon's fine. I think you're crazy. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Well, so one... Uh, I think they won't hit it on this list. I know they eventually probably will. But right now, we have so many outs like Dark Ruler and Forbidden Droplet, which are still trying to sell Forbidden Droplet reprints. Yeah. Um, that I don't think you're going to hit it. Also, like, it's not, like you said, it's not very relevant right now anyway. Yeah. Um, second, I think the issue is really Predaplant because it is just an enabler that limits game design or card design in the future in the first place. While that is true, that just turns Red Eyes Fusion into a sack you want of, and now people are just going to play Red Eyes yeah, Wyvern instead. The the thing is, when you activate Red Eyes Fusion versus Predaplant, like I can Ash Red Eyes, I can't Ash Predaplant, and then when I Ash Red Eyes Fusion, <laughs> I didn't negate the activation, so you still activate that card, and you can no longer play this this turn. You just got pass. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I see where you're coming from, and I see why Verte is such a long-term problem. And th- honestly, they could ban both. But the thing, my issue with Dragoon specifically, is the splashability of it, which is something that Konami has shown time and time again. They do not like highly, highly, highly splashable, insane power cards like that. Right. Right. So. I see. It. I see. It. I just I don't know. I mean, I, I realistically think that both both cards could easily go, easily. Oh yeah. Uh, Caleb, Dragoon. Ban. Alright, there we go, that's it. Um, so, the next, the next ones are gonna come kind of quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, let's talk Tritron Nova. This is interesting because the deck was really, really oppressive, and then it was not in the format at all, and now it's insane again. It's actually better. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to say. Yeah, it's literally better than it was. Uh, before, you would just summon uh, Vanity's uh, ruler, mm-hmm. and that was considered really good. This is considered better, which is wild. Yeah, the, the combos before I was doing was like, uh, the best one you could do when the deck came out was Dragoon Ultimateness with like an even hand yeah. and uh, Vanity's ruler. Right. Yeah. So, quick fire reaction. Drytron Nova. I think it should be a one. Caleb? Uh, I agree. One. I agree. One. Here's the thing, though. We all know they won't do it. No. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you said I just spent all that money on it. On Look, dude. Diviners. I, dude, I, I played the deck. And I, played the deck. I played against him in the hall. It was my first loss uh, when we got top eight. And... Dude, the is there anywhere is, else? Is there anything else in that deck that you would hit? I think playing two Eva is probably unfair. Oh, you think? Okay, so you think Eva's a problem? I, I mean, like, that's an interesting one. I haven't heard that one at all you know, yet. Like, it makes a lot of sense when you say it. Um, I don't think they will because you really need Eva to play the deck. Yeah. Um, but I think there are builds that play two, and I don't play two in my deck because, like, I don't 
I don't know. Like, I just don't... I don't know. If they hit Eva, they gotta ban it. it yeah. I think one Eva would probably be fine. I mean, the one Ben 10 is actually pretty fine in reality. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, if they ever hit Eva, it would be just... Chop it. Interesting. So, Nova to one, if you're gonna hit the deck anywhere else, it's Eva? Yeah, next one will be Eva. Caleb, what do you think? Um... You, do you, how much do you know about the deck? From what, from you know, just from listening to him talk about it today, and from what I've seen online and all that, um, I would agree Nova to one. Um, but then I, actually, after listening to his comment just now about Eva, I'm now thinking Eva one as well. What about Cyber Emergency? No. I mean, it's just a, but the problem with that is it's like a generic machine searcher, right? I mean, the thing is like. Any yeah. light machine, like so, that's a lot. Rota, Rota, Rota um, yeah. is a way bigger issue than any other search card. Like that card, well, that's leads. not true. No, it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> like it can search more cards oh in the game than any other card. That card, yeah. Was I ins- do not think insane. that Rota is a bigger issue than not right now. But potential-wise, it is. No, it absolutely is. All I need I guess is, it starts every Isolde like, combo. No, it, it's, 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 it is Isolde, yeah. It's an instant link, too. Yeah. Alright, but that's not... Right now, it's not an issue. Yeah. But, like... But, like, like Rhoda is not... It's not Cyber Emergency, right? Like, I know it's the same general principle. Add a Light Machine Monster from deck to hand. But, like... The applications here are different. And I'm not saying that just because Rota is better means that Cyber Mercy shouldn't also be limited. Um, like, realistically, which is better, Rota or E-Telly? Realistically speaking, um, Rota. Okay, but they're both limited. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, but realistically speaking, um, Cyber Mercy's played in two decks. Cyber Dragon... Drytron. And, you and know, all the Cyber Dragon players can get mad at the Drytron players for ruining their <laughs> best searcher. But, I don't know. Like, it's like Tinky to me. It's like, I don't, I don't think... I don't know. I don't think it should get a one. I don't think it should get hit. That's fair. Yeah. Um, that actually leads us beautifully... Oh, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. Actually, there's one more card in that Drytron deck that I want to talk about. And the issue here is not that it's in Drytron. It's that it's splashable and limits card design in the future. And that's Beatrice. Yeah. Quickfire, Beatrice. You're the one that brought this up, so yeah, I have a I know, fun. I know. It's Lavalle Chain's banned. Uh, Beatrice is a better Lavalle Chain. It's hard to make. Uh, I think in the future, it probably will get banned. Not on this ban list, though. Caleb? Yeah, I pretty much agree with him on that. It Beatrice is such an interesting card because it's so ridiculously good, but just not easy to hit. Because, like, pumping rank, pumping rank sixes is just not super easy. But, hey, if you can make it... Oh, yeah, it breaks everything. So, um... But that, that leads us beautifully, what you were talking about earlier with 10-key, into 10-key itself. Um, personally, my quick-fire reaction for 10-key is that I don't think it'll ever get hit because the deck survived fire... The card survived fire fist all the way. The deck survived all of zoo format... The deck has survived everything up until now. If it can get through Tier 0 Zoo and not get hit, Konami clearly doesn't think that this card is a problem. And if you want to hit it to hit the Zoo Brigade deck, great. You hit 
exactly fractal. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason he hit in the OCG was because of uh, Zeus. Yeah. And yeah. That's going to be another topic. <laughs> so, what if yeah, that's, on? yeah. Uh, Tinky at that's three. actually the next card we're going to talk about is yeah. Zeus. So, uh, Caleb Tinky? Uh, one or two. Yeah. Two is just a slight consistency hit from about 30% to about 22% on yeah. rate of opening. So, um, let's talk Zeus. Rapid fire, Dylan. Zeus should be at one, but it won't go to one because reprint time. I, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Wow. Okay, I think we're Zeus. lining up here. Yeah, it's, it's another another card where we're, we're unanimous. I think Zeus yeah. is not unfair until you make the second one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's I, becomes unfair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and we all agree they're not going to hit it just because of reprintability. The May that's coming up and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, or who knows? They might print an alt art in, in El Dorado. <laughs> oh no! Don't do my boy like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Curse Oldland. Rarity. Uh, I wanted to go to one so bad. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> You're off the deck now. We can go to one. <laughs> no. Uh, realistically, the the. Ella's deck has a very unfair card economy, uh, just like Dryatron, uh, but it's an old, it's a very old deck at this point. Uh, all the cards get more cards. Uh, of course, Eldon's going to get the uh, reprint in maximum gold this year. It's got to. It's going to. They're not going to hit it for that reason. I mean, it's named Eldorado. That's yeah, what the entire they, archetype's based on. They might not hit that card, but I have a, I have a <laughs> sneaking suspicion that it's uh, Sanguine. What were we talking about earlier that was... Uh, Mel- Magical Meltdown. It is not searchable. Kurseldon is not searchable within the yeah. archetype, but it searches everything else. Mm-hmm. It's the same principle as Magical Meltdown. Yeah, but Magical Meltdown doesn't. I mean, sure, you can keep recycling, right, and whatever. But like, the loop is making one fusion a turn versus like, dude, every every trap in my graveyard just gets another trap. Yeah. Or Golden Boy. Yeah, or Golden one Boy. or the other. And then when it goes to grave, it just does more. Yeah. Rinse, repeat, add infinity. But like, uh, to be honest with you, I think the biggest thing is uh, Sanguine's actually another issue with the deck. Um, if they don't have Sanguine, they have to play the quick play spell, the White Destiny. Yeah, and they can only summon Eldritch from Hand or Deck with it. Hand or Grave? Was Hand or Grave? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Sanguine is probably the the second card in line to get bopped if they did anything to the deck. Honestly, I think Sanguine should be at the front of the line. I think Sanguine's more of a problem than Curse Eldland is. By because and large. Curse Eldland, you have to hard open it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. When you, when you are hard open Curse Eldland with a Tinky, it feels real good. <laughs> it does, but the thing you have... No, what's even better is Curse Eldland with Barrage. Oh! Yeah. Oof. But the thing about Curse Eldland to me is that with it not being searchable, as well as... How do I put this? The card... Hmm. Okay, see, if you have Curse Eldland at one, then if you hard open it, your whole deck is online. Yep. Just Whereas if you put a Sanguine to one, it doesn't matter what you hard open because you only have one Sanguine. You're, I mean, yeah, sure, you have to play the White Destiny now, but we both acknowledge that Sanguine is just better. So the thing is, like with with like you were just saying, top layer thing. Yeah, right? yeah. That's the same thing with sanguine. It's like once you have that one sanguine, 
there's they can only get one golden knife from the deck with it. Like and then that that whole line stops right there. The card economy shuts down. Yeah, that's why Sanguine is the better hit. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what you know. Like actually, like honestly, like between our like other group, like the Dark Arm Dealings team. Yeah. Uh, I, I said that, <laughs> and they convinced me otherwise. And now that you're saying it, it's like, yeah, no, that was the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like when you really logic it out, Sanguine is the better hit. Yeah. So, um, Caleb, what do you think about the the Eldritch deck? Buy Sanguine. Yeah. Put put Sanguine at one. It, it's fine at one. All right, we're gonna reverse the order here for the back half. Uh, terraforming, Caleb. How, how do you feel? Um, I think it's time for it to go. Logic. Well, I mean, it. They keep printing more and more and more broken, overpowered field spells. I think it's finally time for it to go. Just a one card, I get to open my entire combo. I get, you get to run four copies of whatever field spell that you yeah, need to start your At combos. that point, you're not running three copies. You're just always running four. Yeah, and it just increases that consistency into the field spell opener just way too high. Yeah, because so, I mean, if you go from three to two, you go from 30 to 22. But if you go from three to four... I mean the consistency in opening one of them goes whoosh through the roof. Yeah, it you know so. it just it just it and also limits to what they can do with any future field spell. It whatsoever. limits future card design, right? Yeah, so I think it I think it needs to go. Dylan, I think it needs to go. Uh, I think, dude, look, the there's a power creep when the you I don't know if you believe me yet. I don't know if you understand the situation that is approaching us with these birds. <laughs> but look, oh, you're no, no, so no, concerned about these dude, birds. They have a field spell that is an extender. With, it's a it's a starter and extender and a one. oh no button. If they're printing field spells like that, I think it needs to go. Like if that that is the that is the next power level we're going to. Right. Yeah. No. It terraforming needs to go. I'm fine with terraforming going. Honestly, it's. What's crazy was if you had t- told somebody like eight, ten years ago, like we're calling for terraforming to be banned, they would have looked at you like you were insane. Because at the time, terraforming was at three. Field spells were garbage. Like I think yeah. at the time, the best possible field spell you could run was probably the psychic field spell. None of us know what you're talking about, and that should say something about what that spell is. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So there's a, there's a field spell for psychics that any time you would pay life points to activate one of their effects, you put a counter on it instead. And then you can remove counters... To proc their effects. Uh, no, you can remove counters from them to special summon a psychic monster out of your deck by Tommy Counters was on it. Okay. I think the first deck I really saw uh, Terraforming be like a part of was the most degenerate deck I've ever seen, which is a chicken game deck. Chicken game. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that terraforming is a powerful card. I think it could go. Um, uh, let's focus on some more one ofs. Uh, Harpy's Feather Duster. Caleb. I think he's. I think it's stay at one. Dylan. It's all good at one. I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's honestly fine at this point. It's a deck building choice. Like today, I didn't even run Duster. Yeah, it's like Duster's like the card you put in. Um, like I have, I'm at 14 on my extra. I need to throw one more in on my side. What do I throw in? Yeah. Well, I see. Well, I personally see it more as a. I can either run four twin twisters, or I can run two twin twisters and a harpy's feather duster, who is twin twister, but for free. Wait, four. 
Yeah, three twin twister and the harpy seven. Oh, I was like, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Um. The only the only draw the only drawback is that it isn't a uh, quick play. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, could you imagine if it was? Oh my god. It, it would be banned. Yo, schism be like. <laughs> schism be like. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm. In, it's like Ralph from that one meme. I'm in danger. <laughs> uh, I'm in danger. I'm in danger becoming completely irrelevant. All right. Um. Imperial Order, Caleb. It's fine at one. It is perfectly fine at one. You're cool with Imperial Order at one, even though it, like murders you. Yeah. Dylan. Okay. Um, I think I. Um, I think they print so many cards that just absolutely annihilate trap decks. Yes. Uh, that Imperial Order is perfectly okay because if Red Reboot can be legal. Imperial order should be That's what we're talking about next. Yeah, Yeah, I, I, yeah, that. that, I'll be doing that on purpose sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you don't need to lead me in. I got it. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm with it. I think Imperial order at one is awesome. Don't ever bring it to two though. Yeah, no, skip it. One is the perfect number for it. The card's insane. (laughs) Um, dude, Imperial order droll on the invoked all dogmatical pair. Gone. That guy was just dead. Until he killed me, then he wasn't dead. I, still, I blame <laughs> that on you. The, I, did. I blame that on the ruling. Yeah, that's true. It, that's, yeah, that lost you the game. We really need because, like, I, I mean, I would have ruled it wrong too. But we actually that's need right. somebody that. Uh, well, I'm gonna try and get Joe to start being the judge at the shop. Yeah, old man, you yeah, old old boomer boy. <laughs> okay. Um. Joe probably need. We need him to take the judge test. Uh, I talked to him earlier when on the way here, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Cool. That's cool. Um, next card, red reboot, Caleb ban. I like it, Dylan. Absolutely banned. Now keep in mind, get it out of here. Now keep in mind, I'm a combo player and I want it banned. Dylan, you're a combo player. Dude, look, I was playing Elledge at the the Minden Hall three v three. Yep. All right, look, I still won this game somehow, but the Grin Maju player pot of prosperity for six into red reboot. I felt like I had a gun to my head the entire <laughs> game, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Because at, at any point, he can just shut your whole turn down. I was like, when he's going to summon Grin Maju, when am I just going to get shot, basically? <laughs> all right. This is the point where we talk about entire decks all at once. First thing we're going to talk about, or entire archetypes, really, because the first thing we're going to talk about is actually bring. We're going to talk about two bringing them back. Uh, you know what? Let's finish off banning stuff. Yeah. Dragon Link. Caleb, how, you, how do you hit it? LP ban. Um, In oh, your ideal list, what do you do? Because I know you're a Dragon Link player. Yeah. Um, as a Dragon Link player, I would ban LP, limit Striker. Uh, Dylan, how do you hit the deck? Absolutely hit LP. There's like four or five million reasons to hit LP. But, What's um, your main one? Like, main one. Because I know you have a different view on this than most. Uh, main one, well, there's two. There's two main ones. Car Design and Futures Limited. Uh... Yeah. Second one. That's my biggest issue with it. Uh, Brotar is. Y'all are crazy. Really... My biggest issue is that it's insane. Brotar <laughs> is a really good card. Yep. Brotar searches. Levy in there, <laughs> and that's like my biggest issue. Well, that's the thing because because the way because bro because the way Brotar is worded, it can search any card. Yep. As long as you have a card on field with the same type and attributes as the one you're trying to search. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the ability for LP to pull it out, and then the thing is. 
you don't have to pull out Brotar. You can just pull out whatever's convenient for you. Yeah, no. There's yeah, like, like, I've used it several times to pull out a Black Metal Dragon. It has to be searchable in every Dragon deck. I mean, it's going to be playable in every Dragon deck forever. Yeah, no, it's, it is it is an issue, and it does limit card design. If you look at most of the links that are banned right now, except for Crystallian Fiber, which has not been banned yet, but most of them that are banned somewhere from the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. All right, so you ban LP. Do you do anything else to hit that deck? Um... Realistically, I, I think uh, I think the baby dragons need to go. Like the baby chaos dragons. This is something that I've thought about, yeah. Yeah, because I don't think chaos base needs to go. I think chaos base is okay. I think when you put the babies into the equation and like you open up a line where you, you just activate chaos base, discard a card, search the baby, the other one's still in deck. Yep. And it's just it creates a situation where even if actually, even if you draw the other one off of chaos base like if you, even if you draw the other one with Chaos Space, and you discard it with Chaos Space, yep. you can still do that whole line where you go plus two. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. it's actually unfair. The card economy right there is just ridiculous. So, your hit will be LP to zero and both the Baby Dragons yes. gone. Personally, I think to hit the Dragon Link deck, the effective way to do it that is actually going to most hinder the deck and make them completely retool would be ban LP, limit striker, and limit chaos base. So, like, here's another thought, though. When you don't hit the baby dragons, does Thunder Dragon Link come back? I don't think that Thunder Dragon is, like, realistically a super playable deck. Like, okay, I understand that it's capable of making board under the right circumstances. I don't think it's necessarily well, no. the most realistic deck when so, you consider that Colossus is banned. That, that's fine, and that's right, but the deck, the thing about that deck is it just link climbs. It just makes material. Yeah. Like, it just it just Forever. goes. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I can see it. I don't know. It's kind of like the thought I had, like, what would they do if they if they hit the deck hard enough? You know? Yeah. Um, to, to actually, like, create an issue where people have to innovate. And where would they go with it? And I, I kind of thought that was the, the line they'd probably go down again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Alright, let's talk about Dino. <laughs> wow. Strong opinions on this one. Alright, I'll start this one. Ban Misk, Limit Oviraptor. I want it all gone. <laughs> okay, so just ban the entire... Just ban every dinosaur let's, card. Let's Got just, it. You know what? Let's do the Gemini... Uh, <laughs> with which card? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, just just solely over. I plenty for that. Oh, but no, I, Misk needs to go. It it's just a blanket protection for your for all for all dinos and, and the it's entire a starter. Game. It's a starter it's... and it protects all dinos in the entire game with no limitations. It's such a bad card design. It's like it's a <laughs> no, starter. no. It's great for the deck. Oh yeah, no, but you know, <laughs> health wise and. LP is also great for Dragon Link. Uh, Yeah, but it's like, again, it's like LP, where it's just disgusting. It limits what card design you can have in the future, because you have to consider, hey, if this thing's a dinosaur, it's just protected for the entire main phase, and your opponent can't do anything about it. And the crazy thing is, like, Misk and a baby in hand is literally just full combo. Dude, I misplayed so hard against a dial player. That's why I lost uh, game two. Um, I I hadn't played Link Reaper in a really long time. Yeah, and he he had two cards in his hand. He had yep. Lost World, Summon Baby, 
affects someone token on my board. I could have link rewrote it off, but I didn't. Oh and no! Then he went to the battle phase attack. Dude, he made everything. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah, dude, that dragon, that Dino deck is insane. Okay, so Caleb, realistically, you said ban Mist. Is there anything else you do to the deck, or um, do you think I- banning Mist legitimately, like sufficiently, hits the deck? Uh, keep in mind though that like without Misk, they can't just banish one to special summon Arcosaur from the deck. They exactly. have to, they have to get into it a different way. Exactly. I I would do for now. I would just start with banning Misk and then see what they do from there. Maybe limit Fossil Dig. Fossil Dig is insane. Dylan, what do you think? I think Fossil Dig is fine. I think they just need to ban Misk. Ban Misk and it's done. Yep. I, I like the I like the limit on Oviraptor. That card is literally insane. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> not only that. It's either Fossil Dig or Foolish Barrel, whatever's convenient for you at the time. Yeah, it's that card's crazy. I think card needs to go to one. I'm fine with I'm fine with Fossil Dig being at three because sure you can search your babies or you can search your single Oviraptor. Yeah, but at that point, you only have one Oviraptor and you have no Misk. What else do your unit do? I mean, that that's perfectly fair. I think a lot of the combos involve having two babies, though, also. So maybe they hit baby the one. Maybe. And the baby is a mandatory effect that is not once per turn. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about, there's two decks that realistically I think could see some relief on the ban list. Uh, one is Salads. Yep. I think... A lot of people say Mirage Talio to one. I think realistically, Gazelle could probably come to two, and maybe Circle. I'm not crazy familiar with it. Um, Kaelob, I know neither of us played in Eternal Format, so yeah. I'm glad we have you here to talk about this, Dylan. What what's the deal with Salads? What, how would you Dude, effectively make the deck fair and still like playable? To be honest with you, just like the episode with Mason when he said the deck is like the deck is super fair. Like it yeah. actually is. Uh, I think. If you want to make it playable again, like maybe a tier two status, maybe probably not even that anymore. Uh, just to give the most help it could have, realistically, bringing back Mirage Dalio would definitely be the right way to go because it's such a versatile card, but it's so fair. I think um, I think I really think that like still having Gazelle and Circle at one and Mirage Dalio at one, the deck is like it opens up a lot of combo lines for the deck, but at the same time, it's like. Like, the, the, the combo line for the deck is literally just, um, you really just have a Rage that pops two for free. But, I mean, realistically speaking, like... So does Icarus is that Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it, is, is it really that good anymore? Right, right. It targets, uh, doesn't it? No. No? Okay, I'm targeting. Um, yeah. So it's it's a better Icarus attack. Yeah, and you don't discard... Tribute. Yeah, but I mean, also Icarus attack targets. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you bring Stalio to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Stalio to one is probably fine. I, I'm I'm fine with whatever you say on this, honestly. Yeah. All because right. we we didn't play during that format, so. The last thing I want to do is to, I want to talk about the Dragon Rulers. I think we're probably all in agreement on this. I think Blaster can come back to one for sure. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And Redox needs to stay banned. I think we all yeah, agree on that. He needs to die. <laughs> I'm just joking. Do what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do Redox and MIT would be insane. Yeah. yeah. So Redox stays banned. What about Title? Yes. Okay. Right. You think Title could come back? Yeah. I worry about it in the Marmel deck. 
I would I would like to try it, but it's just uh, dude. If Marmara would be good right now, I'd be playing it. <laughs> it's such a fair. Fun thing. The card, the deck can realistically hand loop. Like it can get you for a couple at least. It can get you for two. Like, like every a combo game. Line. Yeah, like, like every game it can get you for two. You have to open up Diva. So, to be fair, that's three out of forty. That's thirty percent. You can search Diva if you want to put through the other card. Yeah. Is it Minstrel or Aria? Aria. You yeah, but Aria. I mean, modern decks always play three Aria. Yeah, so it's really six of them. Yeah. Which is like seventy or something percent chance of opening one. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it. I don't know. It's just a thing that I really have no idea on, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think Marmel will be that great still. Okay. I feel that. I don't know if Marmel is necessarily a thing that. I think that's one of those things that limits card design in the future. You know what I mean? Like for example, the Flunderies over half of them are water. Yeah, and the other half are wind. But Flurries lock you out, especially. Oh, that's yeah, true. yeah, they do. I mean, you can still get the um, you can still get the uh, Tempest Search. Can you? Yeah, it's the uh, you pitch two wind or a pair of dragons, and you can search for a wind monster. I think. Oh, oh. I've been trying. I think to... It has to be a wind dragon. I... Okay, yeah, yeah, it might have to be a wind dragon. I. Oh no! Um, when it's banished, oh, itself in a win for yeah, any there, dragon. There it is. That's itself in a win for any dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been um, next I've been trying to build harpies for uh for my fiance. So yeah, it's it's really interesting how the different le- power levels of all the different power dragon rulers can facilitate going into like okay, do we bring back? Redox? No. Do we bring back Blaster? Probably. Do we bring back Title? Maybe. Do we keep Tempest are to one? Pitters, are Earth monsters? I think so. Redox would be too insane. Yeah. No. Redox. I've heard people talking about one, Block Dragon to one. They they're wild. I disagree. I also disagree. <laughs> now they're entitled to their opinion. Don't get me wrong, but I disagree wholeheartedly. For sure. Yeah, I disagree too. I think that's like I said. I think I think I talked about this last time. I think that's just people that didn't get to play Adam Emancipator IRL. Yeah, and that want to play it, dude. I've heard so many bad things about that online format. <laughs> I didn't play at the time, so uh, yeah. Well, I think that wraps us up today. Honestly, this was a great episode. Oh, yeah, Everybody, just... thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to. Follow, subscribe, whatever the app that you're listening on entails. Uh, put us down for automatic downloads. Gives us an automatic listen as soon as the podcast drops because it automatically uh, will download to your phone. That way you can listen to it anywhere at any time. Be sure to follow us on our socials, which will again be linked down below. Uh, be sure to follow Dylan, his channel on YouTube at Team Dark Arm Dealings, which will again be linked down below. Team Dad on YouTube. Team Dad on YouTube. And most importantly, tell everyone. Tell everyone you know at your locals. Tell everyone you know that you ride around with. All your people that play around you. We love doing this. We love putting this content out there. And we hope to continue to do it for a long time. Can I uh, say something too? Absolutely. Yo, I just want to say this podcast has been 
amazing. Like, really. Like, y'all have done such a great job. Like, Thank you so much. And it's it means such a lot. A, oh, such yeah. a great idea. And I've, I've wanted something like this to listen to for a long time. I feel like the most important part about this is our, is consistent posting. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep, we post every two every uh Tuesday and Friday. Yep, every Tuesday and Friday. Speaking of which, <laughs> automatically at eight o'clock, uh, it automatically posts eight a.m. every Tuesday and Friday, Central Standard Time. So, speaking of which, what? Oh, the Tuesday yeah. and Friday posting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you again for listening, everybody. We will be back with another episode on Friday. And we hope you enjoy your week. Yep. Everybody, everybody, everybody take care. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.